0: Welcome back to Franchise Podcast.
1: This is your boy, Eddie. You're going to let me talk to him? I'll try. I can get a minute. A
0: quick second? Just Perhaps 40. 40 seconds. That's what you got. What's Work up,
1: everybody? You. It's fucking Jay. Um, Super stoked to fucking be on here. Super stoked that you guys are listening. Whoever is tuning in. What's up? What's up? What's up?
0: What's up, guys? Welcome back. We appreciate you fucking with us, as always, per usual. Let's start off with a brand new segment that... Jay and I have prepared called Cut the Bullshit And I'm a little bit passionate about this shit, Jay
1: It might be because, you know, I'll uh, Bring the curtain down, you know I'm like, yo, we need a new segment We need something, you're like, cut the bullshit So that might be a, a reason why This motherfucker has had some shit to get off his chest Since I've known him
0: And I'm gonna start off at 100 here Cut the bullshit with these elections Cut the bullshit with all the fucking propaganda Cut the bullshit with the Just the negative tone of where we're heading Of where we're going I feel like so much is being invested into everything negative happening around the world and everything negative happening with America that I, I was I, the usual conversations I've been having lately were about, hey, like, look at how shitty we're we're in a place right now. And people are investing a lot of time and energy into arguing with each other about difference of opinion. And I'm not referring to just racism, not not referring because th- that's not a difference of opinion. that's yeah. obviously hate fueled um, theory, but. It's, it's gotten to a place that it's going to be very hard for people to improve their life, to actually work on the things they want to work on. If they're so involved and in being like influenced by external factors that at the end of the day, does it fucking really particularly matter who is on that chair for presidency? If the city is what we need to vote for, if yeah. the mayor is what we need to vote for, if the fucking government of Florida is what we need to vote for?
1: I mean, I would say it matters only because of, like, everything I'm seeing from, like, everywhere in terms of, like, how polarizing this has become. You know what I mean? Like, people just want that chair. They, like, they just like the symbol.
0: Yeah. That,
1: that's where we're at. And a lot of people um, have been unhappy with the symbol we've had these, um, you know, these past four years. They wanted that change in Biden. So for a lot of people, bro, it's, like, super fucking important, man.
0: Yeah, I I think it's because of how much people hate Trump. And I get it. Like, he's morally and and value-speaking probably not a person that I would sit at a table and fucking have a two-hour conversation with. But if people like that exist, if people like Donald Trump exist, then how do we have a conversation about people like that in politics? You know, because my issue with politics is, like, people are so invested into it. Only when like the time is right for them. So I'll, I won't see this type of passion for another like four years. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I'm not going to see this type of passion for another four years and people are being consumed in this like negative way and looking for, oh, man, their vo- the votes are not mattering or the votes are not counting. Like um, if, if it's for Trump, if it's for Biden, all this shit when it's like. Damn, how's your like work life i wonder like how how stable are you like in at, at your job like are you doing a good job with the work that you want to do like how much love is in your home like how much love is in your relationship with the people you love like how much of your time are you investing there yeah. you know what i'm saying like yeah politics is important of course but if it's going to be important like across the board it should be important for you yeah. because what we see get impacted on a on a day-to-day basis on like a on a 0.5 second response is the city is the mayor Is city council is definitely the uh, the governor of Florida for sure. Those are where we see the biggest changes. This is where we live, you know. And I'm saying specifically to Florida because we're from Miami, but this goes across the nation in the United States. Like your states is what matters.
1: Yeah, man. I think yeah, a lot from what I'm hearing from you, yeah, is, is a lot of that. And two, kind of like what I was picking up is like regardless of like who's sitting there on the chair or what's going on, you have to like look at those things like that matter the most to you. So you have to look at, you know, all all those different things that y- that you just named and, and being, you know, very aware of, you know, the impact you can make locally and all those things as well, like how you were mentioning, you know, state, you know, things of that nature. I think, like I said, bro, p- people are just consumed and obsessed with like the symbol, right? Um, but a lot of the times, you know, I-, I feel like it's just been another thing lately that people have, decided yeah exactly that people have decided to gravitate towards to like divide and conquer
0: yeah and it's so interesting because we're so fucking tribal and i mean twitter does this thing that you say an opinion or you have anything to say and you get like one like or one retweet and now all of a sudden like you have a group of following of people and it doesn't mean you're right yeah it doesn't mean your opinion is valid it just means your opinion is popular you know whose opinion was popular hitler's opinion was super fucking popular in germany i mean Yeah, he had a
1: different type of social equity, though. I know, I
0: know. I'm obviously being fucking dramatic and uh, exaggerating. But I'm saying, like, just because your opinion is glorified in some way doesn't mean that it's right. Or that anyone wants to hear it. Yeah, and that's the second thing. And, I mean, fuck it. Like, our opinion doesn't mean shit either. But, you know, in a a way, we bring it to you and represent just some thought-provoking content. Because this is how I value my life, right? If something externally is going to cause me conflict, then I should probably look at those thoughts to see why it's causing me conflict, right? Like, let's say politics. Yeah. If I let politics fuel my life in some way and let it affect it negatively, that is an external thing. No matter how many times I go, no matter how many times I go out there and I hit the polls and I'm fucking there preaching to the fucking choir, my opinion might not be in office. And I have to live with that fact. So what am I gonna do if Donald Trump gets reelected? I'm gonna be fucking miserable for the next four years? I'm going to say shit like I'm moving out of America. No, I'll just become the change I want. Like, I'll leave with my values, with my morality. You get what I'm saying?
1: No, I, I, bro, I, I, couldn't, I really couldn't agree with you more. Like, I've been, like, for a long time, and I, maybe this is, a lot of it is ignorantly, you know, maybe a lot of it was because I'm, I was a lot younger before than what I am now. But I lived a long point and a long part of my life just thinking that, like, you know politics and the presidential chair and these things and like the house and the senate and things like that they're there they're a symbol they have jobs to do they do get things done but i feel like if you like how you're saying you you become the change you want to be you lead with your own values you lead with your own principles at the end of the day those are the things that are going to be able to really influence you and influence like really like the things you want to do because even though like We're able to do, you know, things that we do through the vessel of like government and then putting laws in place and things of that nature. At the end of the day, like the ones that are in the driver's seat of our lives are are like, you know, me and you. So we don't live with these people or with or with this topic or with these things all twenty four hours, you know, of our life. So sometimes you have to just learn how to just digress.
0: Yeah, I mean, for election night, if I could share what I did on election night, I didn't watch the elections at all i watched dave Chappelle, and i drank wine with my girl that's literally what i did on election night and we had the most peaceful thought-provoking conversations talked about like real life shit that we're talking that we're going through or that we're thinking about and that was much better time spent than wondering who the fuck is gonna get elected if it if, if my vote is in the vote is done yeah everything is done in that sense so why am i why would i be up Waiting anxiously, four to five hours, seeing everything that's going on, when at the end of the day, that's already out of my control.
1: No, that's very, yeah, no, trust me, that's, that's, you couldn't, I think in my opinion, you couldn't have hit, you know, you couldn't have pinned the tail on the donkey like any better there. What like, am I honestly, waiting up for? Like, there, yeah, there's no, I don't want to say there's no reason. There's a reason, right, because at the end of the day, like, we, you you want to see who's going to be the one representing your nation, you know. People want to um, be right quote-unquote yeah it's a competition for a lot of people so a lot of people just want to win um people want to be right but at the end of the day like people said we were doomed with this man the last four years they went i'm gonna give him above a seven out of ten i think you know overall um and 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 look where we are we're we're just in another doomed position quote-unquote that's what's a little at least for me like a little taxing I understand that as humans, we have like a short attention span and we're always going to naturally going to gravitate to like the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. I would just love like kind of how you're saying, I would love if people just put that passion, right? If they grabbed all that passion and that intensity that they've been having and one exercise it like every day throughout their life. So be intense and passionate about like everything that you're doing.
0: Like literally about always. your life.
1: Yeah, just like like always about your life. Like I just I would just love to see people be able to do that, you know, um on a macro scale and just, just more consistently.
0: Like Even on a micro it would be fucking dope. You know yeah, what I mean? Because yeah. I feel like the last four years of my life, Donald Trump has been office and yeah, he's done shit. Dude, I, I don't like the guy. What am I supposed to do? Yeah. You know what I mean? But at the same time, is that guy gonna control my feelings and my emotion for the way I live my life?
1: No, he, absolutely. Fucking yeah, absolutely. Now he can <laughs> for, for very small, minute, maybe things, but like it can't be I can't be the, the macro. You know what I mean?
0: Like if he cost me my job like the day of tomorrow, then that would piss me off. And that's then I would story. have to go and find like another job. You know what I mean? Like, what am I supposed to do? Be miserable and just live in misery? I, I, I just saw that's why I want to say cut the bullshit, because at the end of the day. You're not going to be sitting on that presidential chair. So do your due diligence as far as voting. Get out there. But then realize, like, you deserve peace of mind, too. You deserve to work on something you love. You deserve to fucking have healthy relationships. You deserve to uncover passions. You deserve to learn. Like, you deserve to continue living life no matter what's going on in the fucking bullshit of politics. Yeah. Because politics, honestly, was founded upon, like, the Greeks, really. They wanted the philosophy for equality across all platforms. Like, equal rights. You know, and that's
1: beautiful. So, I, mean, I, I I had no idea about that.
0: Yeah, I mean, at, at a certain level, they established, like, modern day, what it looks like to have, like, democracy in a sense. And now we have a better system with checks and balances and all these things, and they weren't the original like founders of it, but at least the thinkers of, like, wait, more than one person should probably be ruling. Yeah. And I think, at the end of the day, it is, to some degree, like that. Politics has obviously have become corrupt because of money and all these other things, because of funding. But Not one person is ruling. You know what I mean? Like, the President of the United States is not the only say in everything we do.
1: Especially now, not with, like, social media.
0: Yeah, social media, I think, is it does a lot more harm than good if you let it. Like, Twitter is the dopamine, like, reactor. Like, you see one thing, you see one thing you like, and then you had a reaction, you had a moment, and now you're there scrolling for that feeling again and again and again and again and again.
1: Yeah, it can be crazy because in that scroll, you can go through seven different type of emotions from... Because you'll see seven completely unrelated different posts. And, like, I feel like I, I saw, who was it? I think my boy um, Evan actually tweeted, like, us as human beings, we probably shouldn't be, like, that stimulated. Like, to, well, to that degree where you're, where you're stretching yourself out that far. Where in a span yeah. of a minute, you'll scroll past eight, nine, ten posts. Going through eight, nine, ten people's different reactions and, and feelings on, on what, whatever the fuck they, they want to give to you at the moment.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think boredom died with the iPhone. Boredom literally died with the iPhone. And now boredom has seen like a bad thing. So that's why we have modern-day diseases like anxiety and depression that are outscaling. Because we are obsessed with being on our phones. We are obsessed with tech. And, like, the only, like, pill to take is retracting from it, in a way. Like, retracting from society. Yeah. Doing that shit that, you know, is like heebie-jeebies, meditation, you know. Doing stuff like that that, yeah. that is more... About centering yourself within everything. Because we, I, I feel like we are too stimulated. Most of our diseases nowadays is because of too much stimulation.
1: Yeah, it's from like an overstimulation. Like, um...
0: like think about it. Like, legit. Think about, like, the food illnesses that we have. Yeah. It's because we have too much of it. Too much fast food. You know, like, and I'm not saying across the, country, across the country and across the world that there's not diseases of lack of abundance, because there is. I'm just saying most of them in the United States, if you look at it, are because of abundance heart disease is the number one killer then you look at the way we consume food and how it's made It's another thing and then you look at the anxiety and depression and how it's scaling up is because we become so individualistic and tribal that things like boredom are like second nature that like it shouldn't happen we don't talk about emotions we don't talk about sh- feelings like that shit's taboo we don't even know how to start we don't even know where to talk to but I mean you know that's a topic for another day but uh, and in in, th- in all sense Cut the fucking bullshit, guys.
1: Cut the bullshit. And when I also say cut the bullshit on too, um, I hate people that are making it seem also like we've also we've always been civilized human beings and people. I, <laughs> this is the thing, right? I'm seeing a lot of this post. You can be a Biden supporter and I can still be your friend. You can be a Trump supporter and I can still be your friend, or vice versa. Listen, there's certain parts and aspects in life where I at least in my opinion, I feel like humanity seems to go out the window, right? (laughs) That happens to me in sports. I'm not saying I believe in it personally, but it's just a lot of things that I see, right? (laughs) Sports, um, fucking, you know, combat fighting, definitely politics. So I don't think ever in the history of politics ever there's been a time where people of the two different sides can be friends within that vacuum of time. I think it's you pick your side, you stay on that fucking side until this is done, and that's it i feel like it's always been that way so i understand people want to bring the peace and i'm someone that's really into bringing the peace and like and all that stuff but just cut the bullshit
0: yeah you know where politics like differs from what you what you mentioned in a big sense is because just because your opinion is something you're passionate about yeah does not mean that your opinion is correct yeah yeah that's another thing that's the thing about politics because you're very passionate about your opinion does not make your opinion true. Yeah. Just because you're screaming louder than anyone else yeah. in the room actually takes away more. Yeah. The biggest problem is right now nobody can sit down and have a conversation in politics because they don't want to talk about the same things. They want to represent a side. Yeah. And then where the free thinkers come in, like people that actually want like things to be better are somewhere in the moderate, like somewhere in the middle. Like you don't want someone that's far too to the left because that's like. That's controlling shit, and then you don't want to have someone too far to the right, because usually they end up being super fucking racist, you know. So like, it, there's no, there's no middle ground that we're reaching right now in politics, and that's where I think the biggest problem lies.
1: Listen, like you said, this happens once every four years. I think it's good. I'm, I'm, I love the passion, right? Because it, it's, it's a, it's an indication that. You know, people are alive and people are feeling things, you know, and and you're going through the emotions and You're going through the ups and the swing of things. I love that. You know what I mean? But let's just make sure we're directing some of that passion into proper places. After all of this is over, I completely get being swept up in the moment and going in hard. That happens. But, um, you know, let's just make sure we're we're doing everything we need to ourselves after this whole election yeah. thing is over because as it stands right now, we're still fucking
0: waiting for Nevada to count and shit. Yeah. It, so it's, it's crazy. You see, I'm, I, I didn't even know that. Like, I'm still trying to keep up with this shit, in a sense, very lightly. Yeah,
1: I know. Me too. I just know it because I ask people smarter than me, they tell me, yeah. and I just keep it moving.
0: Look, listen, if you're, if, you ha- if you're an alcoholic and you're not paying any attention to your son, stop giving a fuck about politics and go fucking pay attention to your son. You know, that's the, that's the fucking, I guess that's the biggest example, like, exaggerated example I could give. If you have something that is being neglected, because of some shit that may not affect your life as passionately as you think about it, probably go work on that shit.
1: Yeah, if you have to, if you feel the need that you need to tune into that Channel 7 news to see it, there's probably, you're probably, you're probably
0: ignoring some other shit in life. just,
1: you know, in some facets.
0: In, in a big way. Another segment that we really wanted to bring to you guys is a segment about some financial understanding and growth, and it's called Money Trees. Yeah. And the biggest thing I saw. I love the name, by the way. Money Trees. The biggest thing I saw that I want to bring to, to everyone's like eyes is, is a stock called Alibaba. So recently this week, Alibaba is, if you don't know them, they're like the Chinese Amazon, basically.
1: Yeah, Chinese Amazon, you know, huge, just huge retailer over there in China.
0: Yeah, and China has billions of people. And it's it's been increasingly exponentially, like the value of that company.
1: To give you an idea, the the owner of Amaz- of oh, I was gonna say Amazon of Alibaba, which his name is Jack Ma, um, he's just toppled right. He's at the top again in the Forbes like um, like Forbes four hundred um, for like just China. So he's like the, he's the richest man in China right now. Yeah. Just to give you an idea.
0: And they were recently going to launch a company called Ant. It was supposedly uh, a, a tech IPO, which is an interpersonal like open trading company. And they had trillions of dollars of support, like trillion, almost a trillion dollars of support for this company. Yeah. But major investors were from the U.S. So the Chinese government actually brought them up like on a trial, basically, and told them they couldn't move forward just because of how much U.S. In, in, like, investment there was. So they denied their mo- their notion to, to move forward with the company.
1: That's what happens when you decide to do business with communist places, I feel like, you know, at the end of the day, they have the biggest dick. So they get to they get to say what, what happens and what doesn't. It it sucks for Alibaba because then specifically, um, they've had like a decrease in their stock price, even though they posted fantastic, fantastic earnings. Um and a lot of people, you know, obviously feel like the two are linked you know the the china blocking the ipo of that company along with you know Alibaba's stock price going down um because there's no reason it should be going down if the company is reporting you know fantastic earnings
0: but every time
1: that's the thing with the stock market right um we kind of you know made this segment so we can talk about you know a bunch of different things stock market companies companies what they have to do with the stock market and things of that nature um alibaba is to me it's always a great buy um it's just one of those really really strong companies where it's been around already like if you would have looked 10 years back alibaba was around and like 10 years forward um i strongly believe it's still going to be a company that's going to be around those are the type of companies you know i feel yeah exactly i feel like you're going to want to invest into ultimately and you know whether you're you've been in the stock market already just Getting started off, you know, going to be new. whatever, um, it may have you. You know, always make sure you invest, uh, you know, smartly. Um, you know what, you know what you're doing. You know, put your money into something that you can see it grow with time.
0: And don't day trade. You can lose. Leave,
1: so yeah, leave the day trading for people. To the professionals. To the professionals. The people that are gonna like buckle down, like you know, a little bit more with this type of shit and really and really see what's up. But yeah, man, Alibaba is always a fucking amazing fucking stock purchase. I love Speaking that of purchasing,
0: um, Kathy Woods, which is the owner of ARC. So ARC has multiple investment funds that invest in a multitude of different areas like robotics, tech, restaurant industry, all these different things. She's actually took off all her money from Tesla and bought into Baba on the dip. So things like that are things to look into when major, major CEOs of companies from investment portfolios are looking into companies on a dip. That's something that you could follow and just make some quick cash. Um, One more thing that we want to talk about on money trees, because this directly affects us in the state of Florida, is minimum wage. And minimum wage being increased to $10 uh, starting soon and then eventually seeing a gradual increase to around $15 in 2026.
1: How are you feeling about that? Because I know a lot of people, especially in Florida, are feeling a lot of different ways.
0: Yeah, I would say I don't know how much good this does long term. I say short term because minimum wage is not livable wage. Yeah. There's, been a, there's been a need for it, in a sense, especially now after like such a crisis in the job market such as COVID. Minimum wage increasing, though, is like almost like net zero because now everything has to increase along with that. So living wage uh, – like now living wage is different. Now living a fo- of expenses well, is different.
1: But those are things that have always have just been going up mm-hmm. already without yeah. minimum wage going up.
0: Yeah. No, I agree, which is why I think short-term, this is something like, yeah. beneficial. Long-term, we're going to see an increase in every area. We're going to see an increase in like resources and goods. We're going to see an increase in uh, rent. We're going to see an increase in, in, all, in every sector because now more money's in the market. So the value of the dollar is different. So this is just something that goes on naturally through, through time. Now, what I would say is, is that, yes, because of what you're stating, that living wage has been needed to increase because the, the what you need to, to live, how much you need to make that has been always adjusting. But the minimum wage in, in the state hasn't like people have been in need of that or working two, three jobs. Yeah. That's the part where I feel like when the fuck are corporations going to get some like look at in that sense, because, for example, with with Donald Trump, when he came into office, he gave corporations a huge tax break. In hopes that they would start producing and manufacturing things in the United States. In hopes that they would give that money at least to their workers in some sense. But instead, they gave all their CEOs across the board, every executive company, gave them more pay increases. Like, for example, this is like something I learned the other day. Warren Buffett pays less taxes than his secretary.
1: Yeah, but I think... Those people have just amazing tax lawyers. It's like the same reason why like, um, Amazon- like, like they're just hooked the fuck yeah, up? Yeah, like in 2018, they pay like a dollar in taxes or some crazy, crazy thing like that.
0: Don't say something like that. There's yeah. so many Jeff Bezos fucking Be- because, haters.
1: Because what ends up happening and, and the reason why Warren Buffett probably pays less taxes than his secretary is because his secretary probably sells a lot of her stock. Warren Buffett doesn't. Yeah, he keeps so he it keeps. and then he continues to reinvest it in the business and the way so from what i was able to find out like the whole amazon thing and everything um the way like the tax laws work and things of that nature as long as you're like in reinvesting like the, the the revenue and the profits like back into the company it's like technically not really your money oh, okay so you you're not really liable to pay taxes on it like the company is liable so it's, so it's, like it's, a, loophole. it's, a, it's a bunch of loopholes man yeah, there's, there's been a bunch of you can tell a bunch of smart lawyers sat around and, they, and they've and they poked and prodded. So but I think that's... That's like, one of the reasons why Warren Buffett probably pays less because Warren is notorious for never selling Berkshire Hathaway and, you know, just things of that
0: nature. Which is another reason that we... We should probably look at the system... Well, not never,
1: but you know what I mean. We
0: should look at the system, not the players. You know what I'm saying in that sense?
1: Yeah, always. It's always, like it's always been that way, though.
0: Everybody hates Jeff Bezos and everybody wants to eat the rich. Jeff it's is, not his fault. Yeah, Jeff is... is Playing the system. Yeah,
1: thank you. He's, he's just literally playing the, the cards he was dealt. Hundreds of millions
0: of dollars as well. He's donated hundreds of millions of dollars, which is a great
1: thing to do. But in my opinion, doesn't need you don't need to do it. You shouldn't he yeah. shouldn't be obliged just to do it.
0: Yeah, look, if you have money in that scale, you can make great change in in people's lives for sure. But is it solely your responsibility? I would say no. And on top of that, is I I'd say he's donated more than whatever the fuck I can give to whatever the whatever cause. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of people had, hate Jeff Bezos because of how much money he has and stuff like that. But the cure for things of that is innovation, is finding resources, is looking for ways that, to give society things that it needs and making money off of that. Like you too could to start a business that you're really passionate about
1: like exactly that. yeah it's yeah let's not make it yeah the thing is that pisses me off about that conversation like is what that do you people, want jeff to do to yeah. give
0: everybody a check of a thousand dollars yeah
1: and people make it seem like he was just like if like i don't know like if the government him, yeah like yeah. If, if someone just gifted him amazon and th- and he was just the one person out of the seven billion that was able to to get this no he was yeah. the one person out of seven billion that had an idea worked it employed a team of smart people saw the vision they all worked it together and now Fast forward, I don't know how many years, this is at the point that we're at. Like you said, he he made a business that really, it, it has like enriched society, in my opinion. Like I, I don't see a lot of, I don't want to say I don't see a lot of ways. Obviously, there is ways that maybe, you know, you can look into like maybe um, um employment practices and things of that nature, but that's not what I'm
0: talking about. I'm mm-hmm. talking theories about- Theories of monopolies. Yeah, is, theories, exactly. Like that, yeah. I'm not
1: talking about that. I'm talking about literally like the company's purpose, the company's like value, and the things that it does for us, it, it bro, it's, a, it's an amazing tool. It's not, it's not even a tool. It's an amazing asset. Like, honestly, in anyone's life that uses like, that Amazon service. I would
0: love to see anybody that genuinely hates Jeff Bezos. I would love to see if they've ever ordered from Amazon. Because I bet whatever the fuck, they've done it in some way. Because Amazon is so practical.
1: Very practical.
0: Yo, you get whatever the fuck you need to. And then if you have Prime, you get it in two fucking days.
1: Bro, not even. I ordered, bro. It was like three nights ago. I was up like at two in the morning. Uh, two in the morning, I ordered a supplement. Bro, that supplement was there the next, like when I woke up in eight hours, like four more hours after that, the supplement was at my
0: front door. Isn't that fucking insane? And
1: I already ordered it at two in the at two in the morning. It wasn't even a
0: 24-hour turnaround time, and he had it at my front doorstep. But that's because he innovated it. Like everybody's capable of that is what I don't think people like understand. And, and I'm not saying that. And that's what's so beautiful. And I'm not saying, look, there's, there's some flaws in the system, right? Because he took a lot of risk and he obviously it paid off for him.
1: Yeah, he took a lot of risk. He gets almost all the reward.
0: And he had a lot of opportunity to do so. Now, where I think the system is flawed is that not everybody has equal opportunity. Like equal outcome, true. equal outcome, nobody should have equal outcome because you're taking risks. Like if you're really passionate about something, right, like let's say horse riding, you're really passionate about horse riding and you want to have your own horse riding like farm and you want to have horses and you want to make that your profession and you want to breed horses. You have to take a risk to do that. You have to have equity. You have to buy a farm. You have to buy the horses. You have to maintain them. But that does not mean you will be successful because of that. That means you're doing something you're passionate about and may reap benefits off of that. Now, not everybody has the opportunity to take those type of risks. And that's where I think that eventually we need a system for that, like a system for learning, a system for developing, people to to retrain. Because there's a notion that once you're in school and you get out and you graduate, like you're done. No. No. You should be learning every day, innovating every – that's why big corporations – But it's on you, though, to do that. 100%. I'm just saying it would be nice for a system instead of like Social Security – Instead of something like that, don't pay me money when I'm 65, when I'm on the brink of death. Give me money that I can invest right now into my education, into like training for a skill. You know, if you've been in the job market for 10 years and you've been doing this one thing. Chances are 10 years when you started, the job market looks completely fucking different. So how do we make humans still able to provide for themselves, still have a sense of purpose? You know, don't have a job that. If it's automated, meaning like if technology replaces it or if another sector replaces it, don't just do away with those humans because that's really what creates loss. Because automation, in a in a general sense, like if we look at human history, automation has always been around.
1: Yeah, bro. People, what you think? People just started learning how to like do something easier
0: now. You think people just started being lazy last year? Hell, I have a fire here. You have food there. I let you use my fire. Give me food. And we both chew it easier. Exactly. And now I'm selling fire. Yeah. I just replaced eating raw fucking food. But hey, now I have a fire. And that's very like fucking prehistoric. But think of the printing press. Did the printing press die with the World Wide Web?
1: No. Not at all. Yeah, that's the thing. There's balance. It It just... Now it changed. Exactly. It's a whole different ballgame.
0: But look how many jobs were created off of that.
1: Yeah, that's why I don't fear the whole robots are going to replace us. Sure, they'll replace some people, but motherfucker, the, the, the world needs us. You know what I mean? The minute robots replace us is the minute literally like, like that's it. Like we're in we're an, an apocalyptic setting. Also, you know about that? Who the fuck is putting a limit on jobs creation? Thank you. That's what another thing too. What the fuck to, does yeah. that even mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, like if- We like
0: create if, the jobs. Yeah, they like infinite if, jobs. We exactly, just haven't
1: thought of them. Exactly. Yeah, there's- Exactly. Yeah, you're saying there's infinite jobs. It takes out one job that you're going to need the job to maintain the robot. Like it's, it's just going to create other opportunities.
0: I, I, yeah, look, I think what I'm trying to get at is uh, I think people fear automation and they want things like universal basic income and things that will give them stability in the job sector field when things do start getting replaced at a quicker rate. But I think the tool or the cure to that, and I'm not saying my idea is perfect, obviously. I'm just saying that we need to think more critically is education. Like, don't think people cannot learn. Just give people the opportunity to learn. Give people the ability to learn. Like, fuck school. Like, train them in the job market. Like, that's what you could do for people instead of giving people money. If you give everybody money, it starts at zero again.
1: Yeah, my whole thing is, like, are people going to want to do that? Like, are people going to want to learn? Because I feel like there's, uh, feel like, a lot of us that aren't aware that, you know, like, you have to continue to sharpen this mind, like, far away from college, far away from anything else, yeah. just just in your regular, like, day-to-day. I, w- I would love that, though. I would also love, like, like, um, if people after, like, 10 years can just, like, straight up just fucking switch careers.
0: Which is, if you see everybody with, like, a really respectable brand, like, they have changed. I'm going to put someone out there that's, like, I guess really polarizing. Kanye. Yeah. Look at every single album he's ever dropped. How different it is from the last. Yeah, exactly. 808s and Heartbreak was an album that people criticized for most of the entirety of the launch of that album. And now it's an album that you go back to and you're like, fuck this, is timeless. Yeah, It's a masterpiece. And
1: you can hear in every other, like, not I want to say every other, but you can hear in a lot of other rappers' albums, like the influence of 808 and Heartbreak.
0: Drake, another huge yeah. influential brand that has reinvented himself through albums. And I, I mean, that is in a general sense, but like, if you look at people on a bigger scale, like Elon Musk, started up a Yellow Pages, basically like a Yellow Pages on the web, sold that. Invested again. M- helped make PayPal. Hit a lick off of PayPal. Look at the route he's gone. He's reinvented himself because he understands that there's a different level of thinking, a different level of getting to the things you want. So I think that it would be fucking beautiful for people to be able to do that. After 10 years in the job market, like, shit, what else can I do? You know, stagnancy and like is what kills innovation. Yeah. Now, y- your question about, is there people that want to do it? Do they... They don't have to, but also then you're making that choice. You're making the conscious choice of realizing that if someone can train you for a job, odds are someone could replace you for that, for that same job. If you could be trained to do something, then you don't have specific knowledge on that ability to do something. You don't have like your human essence in it. Like, which is why, like something like a podcast, no one could be Eddie. No one could be Jesus. These are different platforms that like, Ten years ago, you think about someone saying, "Hey, Joe Rogan signed a hundred million dollars to Spotify. He has a deal. Off of talking to people, yeah, off of interacting. They would call you fucking nuts. They would call you fucking crazy. So this is what I mean about who's in, who's saying that there's a limited amount of jobs. We just haven't thought about jobs. Yeah, for sure. Every job is replaced.
1: I don't, bro. I I love, I love the, honestly love the conversation we're having right now too, because I've been thinking a lot about like that different type of shit and also thinking about how, how we're talking about how people need to be like re-stimulated maybe every 10 years and things of that nature. Um Because like one thing I have noticed a lot with like this pandemic and everything is like people now that they've had the time to like sit around or that they've been at the mercy and whims of like their jobs and yeah. they're just losing at these corporations and things of that nature, like. People have been looking like a lot into like reinventing themselves or like, fuck, like, well, you know, like, then, then, like, what am I? Like, I was at, just for, to give you an example, like, I was, I don't know, maybe a Burger King HR representative for like the last 10 last five years or 10 years, but now, like, I'm jobless and I'm nothing. And I feel like we have to continue to tap into like, like, sense of self. That's, yeah, like you're saying, like, that sense of self because you, you use like the the example of like Kanye West and Drake. And one thing that I've always just kind of loved about, not necessarily them, but like the the career path that they've taken is that those are two people that, given the the thing they do for a living, they're able to just rebrand themselves, reinvent themselves like um you know um pursue different avenues in their life like get them excited they take, yeah, yeah. take risks and and they get to do it like on their own like accord too like and on their own time, and I feel like that's, like, what, like, living is really all about. I feel like we all should, like, Literally thrive, that, like, for that, for you to be able to, like, live and do life, like, on your own means. And, and don't get me wrong, like, you're not always going to be able to do it. Those people aren't always able to just do that. But that is, like, the funnel yeah. through which they, they're able to, like, live their life. You know what I mean? I feel like we should all be fucking in search of that right now.
0: And everybody, at the end of the day, somehow wants to make someone's life better. You know, like through music or through creation. You might just not know it. It's just, what are you passionate about? And that's what I think the key to this episode is, is that what are you passionate about? Are you letting clutter and outside factors such as like politics have more space occupying your mind than things you should be thinking about? Because down the road, you might be in school right now, four years and be like, fuck, I graduated as a lawyer. but I don't even fucking like this career.
1: Yeah, exactly. And
0: that's what I mean, like,
1: and we should be in a position where you can say, like, as a person, like, fuck, like, what, what can I do now then for like the next step in my life? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if I don't want to be a lawyer, like, then, then what else can I do instead of instead of like feeling trapped, which we, which is what a lot of us feel a lot of the times, right? Like, you feel trapped into like these different paths that you, maybe you've already like, like you've already partaked You're in on a box. You're putting yeah, in a exactly. Box. And like, I feel like we need to get rid of all boxes. I feel like boxes are whack, man. Unless Unless we're talking about, like, actual, like, the need of, like, construction or, like, storing something away. We're human beings. There's not, no, nothing about us can really be stored away until, we, until we're fucking dead. Yeah. At that point, we, we're no longer living.
0: And even then, sometimes it outlives us. One of those things is, like, like, I love the 10,000 hour rule. Because it takes 10,000 hours to be an expert at something. And this is, like, neurologists and psychologists have studied it. It takes 10,000 hours of your time, which equates to about 10 hours to 15 years, depending on how you're spending it and evaluating it, to become an expert at something. Yeah, like,
1: like they say, like a master.
0: And this is the question I want to bring to the audience. What are you becoming an expert at right now? Are you becoming an expert at scrolling through Twitter and maybe having, like, anxiousness? Are you becoming an expert at learning about different food cultures? Are you becoming an expert at something you're really passionate about, like music, or horseback riding, or... Being a vet or being a doctor, is this something, like, you're truly passionate about being and how you're investing your time? Because it's so fucking important. If 10 years are flying by and you're going to get good at something, what is it that you're getting good at?
1: Bro, for me, like, it's been, like, for, like, the past couple months, and it's, like, an everyday, like, thing that you know like you're saying 10 15 years have to go by you have to put in ten thousand hours for me and as cliche and as fucking corny as might sound like it's just love and like what i mean for that is like love for myself um love for my neighbor and that's like my friends my family like love for the things i do like love for the world around me and and that and and just by operating through that it, it it funnels into like a lot of other different things like for example, this, you know, this podcast now that we're on, you know, franchise, you know, like me,
0: franchise like
1: getting on getting on here, you know, with my best friend and like just discussing what we want to discuss in terms of like things like, you know, through love and like whatever makes us feel good and like whatever we might think is important to like share with somebody else and be that companion for somebody else. Because like, I don't, I don't know, like I, I at least me, like I, I realized like I want to be like something that. I don't, I want to be something for people that I feel like I, like I want to, I don't want to just say inspiration, right? Because I don't necessarily want to say I want to be someone's inspiration, but I want to be in, I want to be in all the cool spots that I look to for like cool content, Yeah. you know, in 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 an aspect, right? So I want to be able to like inform, right? I want to be, so I want to be able to like make people laugh. I want to be able to like show people there's a better way of like living, you know, like small, like. Like soft, like soft skills, like, you know, how to, how to, how to, Micro, how macro. Yeah, you know, things of that nature. So that's like, at least myself, me, what I'm like most worried with my 10,000 hours right now, I guess you can probably maybe box that in and say, like, just worried about being, you know, just a better person to like myself and those around me. But just, you know, don't, don't, don't be, don't be ashamed to put in those 10,000 hours. You know what I mean? Of course. Don't, don't, don't be ashamed to like, to be passionate and like show people that passion. You know what I mean? There's, there's nothing wrong with that.
0: You shouldn't be ashamed. You should be conscious yeah. of where you're investing it. You know, for me, I'm investing 10,000 hours, and I've been, I've been doing this for, for a better portion of my life is being a learner. I want to learn. I want to be an expert at learning. Yeah. Because I don't want to be boxed in. I don't. I, I want to be able to learn a new skill. To be curious is I think something intuitively in human nature is the most profound thing because curiosity Unlocks different pathways to things and also creates a bunch of different things. So for me, I'm trying to become the best learner I could be. I want to become an expert at learning and I want to learn at a high level. And those were my hopefully not even 10,000 years, hopefully the next 70, 80, whatever I last years of my life because as you learn, you change. And if you're not changing, you're not learning. Guys, we rebranded.
1: As you can tell, probably.
0: This is franchise podcast this is where we're taking the podcast from now on and just a quick question to address why the rebrand why did we do this jay why do we do it
1: um really it was your besides, idea yeah besides <laughs> because i
0: wanted to fuck this shit up a little bit
1: bro why are we doing the rebrand we're doing the rebrand um mainly for the like number one reason we do anything in life one because we can right <laughs> yep. besides that we're doing the rebrand because you know we want to kind of tailor um the experience we share with you guys a little differently right we wanted yeah. to do that through a new name um we wanted to do it even though a lot of the same purpose that we would do trio five with you know we want to just make sure you know um we we, we double down on that purpose you know we 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 really um come on here and you know and, and talk some shit and i don't mean like talk some shit but talk some like thought-provoking shit some shit to make you feel you know like that, that that's someone out that there's someone out there that you can talk to there's others out there that are like you or there's others out there that are completely
0: different from you but, but it think but, but it makes you think at least
1: but it makes you think and you know what and at the end of the day they're still you, they're still fucking good people you know the rebrand you know it's to fucking enrich you know inform make laugh i'm fucking super stoked super excited about it um we have some cool fucking colors i love like the whole gray shit that we're doing and shit. everything um so, yeah, bro, the, the rebrand is just it's just mainly because we feel like we have something good to share with you guys. You know what I mean? So um, we're excited about it. Um, so we hope you guys are, too.
0: And we got some cool shit coming for you guys, obviously. I mean, we we introduced two new segments that we'd hope to be talking to you guys on a weekly basis or as they come up, because it's something that we want to talk about money trees and cut the bullshit. But we will be announcing that we're going to have some interviews. We're going to bring some cool people from the community. We're going to talk to some interesting individuals, pick their brains around what they do, what they're passionate about, and bring that content to you guys as a vessel because we believe that motivation is a fleeting thing. And guess what? If you're not doing something with it, you're just missing out on it. This has been Franchise. Thanks for tuning in with us. Share with a friend. Eddie out. Later.